Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. So... I just completed the Iron Skull Saga and finally returned the Iron Skull to Huon where I'm not quite sure what he'll do with it. Maybe he'll just put it in a very safe place. That's probably the best thing to do with it really. Just put it somewhere, put it in a deep vault, deep underground so no one can use it to summon a gazillion skeletons and probably be possessed by something. Let's keep it buried, keep it secret. That's probably the best thing to do with it. And maybe occasionally look into its eyes and get some necromancy experience. <laughs> but now, something else has turned up. The dream of the iron skull. In your dreams appears the one object really hopes you would never see again. Bark on this adventure. Ever since the conclusion of the events involving Archmage Euron and the mysterious iron skull, your knights have been plagued by a strange, often disturbing dreams. Despite having defeated the necromancer, succeeded on their mission. Can't shake the feeling that someone or something still prowls in your wake, showering you shadowing you every turn. Only to slip out of sight before you glance at black over your shoulder. Nearest of all, however, is the dream of the Iron Skull. Seven nights after the events on Palemore Island, you hoped you would never again lay eyes upon her, and yet Emerging from the thick mist that swirls and eddies at the edge of your vision, it's a face you could never truly forget. The thin, drawn face of the waven-haired necromancer. The sorceress who met her fate at your hands on the forsaken island. The necromancer glides slowly towards you. Her gentle smile in sharp contrast to the demeanour she displayed at your last meeting. When she's within only a few feet, she shows her approach and bows. Must thank you, Doom, 
Zoop, she says, her voice wavering and thin. The hunt is over, and now with my brothers and sisters. Ghastly away, a black silhouette wise up out of the gloom behind her. They never come into focus. Each of the figures, while human, is hideously escorted, distorted and exaggerated, giving the silent, shadowy legion a nightmarish feel. I am no longer troubled by what I have left behind, she continues, though there is still one thing. Necromancer, whose beauty remains captivating, despite her drawn, almost haggard appearance, smiles as she thrusts out her white arm towards you. Instinctively, you try to stay back, step back, and a sense of horror grips you when you find you cannot move. A rounded object rests in the palm of an extended hand, as two fiery crimson orbs flare to life, piercing the shadows. You suddenly realise you are gazing upon the Iron Skull. Have you seen those eyes before? She asks as a ghoulish grin spreads across her face. Instantly removing any semblance of beauty of her beauty that remains. Certainly, Master Huron asked you to look into the eyes of his prize, did he not? How could you resist? Not few who could. Only half aware that it is all but a dream, you attempt to ask the necromancer what she is getting at. But when you open your mouth to speak, only a faint whisper escapes your lips, and your voice. Goes unheard. It's how he ensnared all the others, she says. The grin on her face fades. The skull is his weapon. She is the water of souls, whose slow and undetectable is the decay it seeds. You will find yourself unable to find fault with him. There is always an answer, always an explanation. Always something better left for another time. While you wait for his answers, Behind that kindly face, a hatch steams of murder and ruin. A sense of dread overwhelms you, and you begin to shake as the necromancer slowly withdraws her arm, and the iron skull disappears. She steps backwards into the mist, and is nearly lost amidst the swirling vapours, for she speaks for a final time. Now is when you must be on your guard, she says, her voice fading into a whisper as he sinks back deeper into the writhing flood. fog. Now is when you will come as a friend, if only to complete his disguise, and set into motion a string of events so subtly terrible that the hollow clanging of a bell in the distance interrupts the necromancer, and before its echo report is complete, she is gone. Wake with the start to the sound of a toiling bell. It's the dawn bell from the old tower on Twithick Cray. And few indeed are, are those things capable of a harsher or more ominous din. Two days after the disturbing dream, having largely forgotten many of its finer details, and chalked up the west of it to your uneasy state of mind following the events surrounding the ice skull, Quite taken aback when you receive a letter from the Wysilian Archmage, you immediately unfurl the wax sealed sheet and read the fanciful script that flows elegantly across its smooth surface. My dearest Soup, please do not think ill of me, for seeing to have forgotten the promise I made you at the onset 
this unfortunate, though satisfactorily concluded the fair. I can assure you I have not. I have unlocked one of the many hidden powers of Quickstone. I can't quite, I can quite imagine you wishing to ask me what it is, though I dare say it would ruin much of the sport of it. I believe you will not be long in discovering it for yourself. May only fair winds blow your way, and may each day carry you fresh hope and a renewed spirit. Until we meet again. H. When folding up the letter, you gaze down at your quickstone, wondering what new power and how dwells in the heart of the amazing but mysterious artefact. As you study the stone, you suddenly and vividly recall the somewhat haunting words of the necromancer from your dream two nights ago. Now is when you must be on your guard. Now is when he will come as a friend, only to complete it in disguise, and to set into motion a string of events so subtly terrible that... Through your words still... Ch- through your thoughts still churn as you continue to weigh the words of the necromancer against the kindly and revered figure of the March Archmage, you at least come to one solid conclusion. You hope never again to hear of or lay eyes upon the Iron Skull. You Quickstone Power One of the hidden powers of the Quickstone has been unlocked. You discover what it is this power is and how it works. It is recommended that you find a few monsters or other such undesirable creatures to do battle with, and keep a close watch on any twenties you might world. 256 experience to general. Okay, where shall I fight some monsters? I know that the pool of muck. Muck in Pacwa. That's a nice that's a nice grinding spot. Hall of Lords. Gallery. Open the door. The passage. Explore the ruins below Pacro. A dark pool of muck. You're standing a few yards back from the edge of a wide, dark pool of muck, deep in an unusually warm section of the ancient, sprawling ruins beneath Pacro. A jagged line of collapsed structures surrounds almost two thirds of the pool, many of them rising out of the oozing muck. Approach the pool. She approached the edge of the pool, the thick, crusting muck that covers its oozing surface begins to writhe. Standing at the edge of the pool, your hole and sticking graze freezes upon the rotting figure now clawing its way up out of the pool of muck. News covered gall, its rotting form lurching violently as it wades through the moist deep, deep muck, swiftly moves in your direction. The ghastly undead creature hisses ominously as it steps onto the solid ground at the edge of the pool. You fall back and draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to engage one of the vicious, long-dead denizens of these ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul. The hideous ghoul swipes at you with its rotting, clawed hands. Brutal stroke with 10 damage. And, okay, 5 XP, 32 XP. On to the next one. Let's look out for any 20s. Brutal Stroke, 8 damage. Brutal Stroke, 14 damage. 
And we're going to get a 20 eventually. Ooh, that was a 19. Close, but of course, gambler's fallacy, getting a 19 doesn't make you any closer to getting a 20. And it doesn't make you any further away. Assuming, of course, these rolls are independent. And in the case of slotting machines, they're not. They're deliberately designed to mess with you. 6 combat XP, 48 experience to general. Another ooze cover ghoul. Okay, keep going, keep going. Oop! I rolled a 20, but nothing happened that time. Okay, keep keep fighting. Stay in the foe. 64 XP. Battle wage. And slain. 80 XP. Another ooze covered ghoul. Well, where are my 20s? I need to roll some to find out what happens when you roll a 20. As I fight these ooze cover ghoul 96. It's another one. There's a lot of them here. Not getting as much devastating blow. Ooh, another devastating blow. Devastating blow. Ooh, devastating blow. I'm going to have to heal myself now. And bash, bash, bash. You have slain your foe. And I'm fully healed. Ooze covered ghoul. Devastating blow 28 damage. Devastating blow 20 damage. 29 damage. Devastating blow 26 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already. They're not very nice. For me. For you, they're probably very nice. And 28 experience. Heal from that. Another ooze covered ghoul. Yeah, keep devastating. More devastating blows. Go into battle wage. Okay, let's see. Oh, got a heal again. And slain. Alright, 144 XP suddenly. 128 experience to general, 32 experience to all skills and powers. A strange gurgling sound fills the air. Instinctively, you drop back from the pool and draw yourself into combat ready stance. You, rapidly, you suddenly notice, however, the edge of the pool is rapidly receding. Yeah, and there's those steps. We've already been down the steps. Okay, this time. And the pool refills. Okay, maybe I'll just have some random encounters. Four skeletons. Ooh, something happened. The, the quick stone repeated the 20 I just rolled. Okay, look, I'm going to keep rolling. Something will happen. It's a pool. Alright, that's one of the things it does, at least. What could be here? Four ghouls! The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body. Okay, explore some more. Skeleton. Nope, nothing that time. 
There's a cutlass. Explore some more. Another skeleton. Nope, nothing that time. Yeah, I'm going to look out for 20s. Explore some more. Three skeletons. They hiss, brutal stroke. And they fall. Explore some more. Okay, explore. Keep exploring. You know what? I'm going to keep... I'm going to pause it until we actually see what we're supposed to see. Okay, I've I've decided to rush through Axe Pass Skeleton just so I could just bash a whole load of monsters in a row without having to, you know, wait. And now, my Crickstone has stored the 20 I've just rolled. So that's what this new power is. Sometimes, when you roll a 20, it repeats it. And sometimes... It stores a 20 that you roll, so that you can use it any any time in combat when you need to. Now, of course, 20s are very nice, because you do the most damage when you roll a 20. And at the same time, the enemy's regular attacks don't hit at all, no matter what. So it's, it's a little bonus. And, oh. I only stored one, but you can store up to three. Anyway, so going through Axe Pass Cemetery now. Yeah, I'm just going to finish that off. There's Lord Juf Kren. Yes, he shall suffer for his injuftress. Yeah. Okay, and he is slain. Bye-bye. 32 experience for him. Alright, 214 gold, a bit more loot. Do I do the Hall of Seven Ghouls? Yeah. Okay, I will do the Hall of Seven Ghouls, but I'll pause. And then we'll move on to the next adventure. Okay, I am now back in my residence, and a new adventure has been unlocked. It's now got a grandeur score score of 40, so it's back to the state it was in when it was first built. But I can take it a lot further than that. But I think I'll, I'll do a, another episode where I just show off all the, all the shiny things that I can get for this residence. I'll just read through the entire list of 110 upgrades. Some are some functional, some aren't. But more importantly, adventure. A midnight visitor. The softness of the gentle rapping at the door just after midnight belies the powerful nature of a most unexpected guest. We begin. Uh, hmm, someone's called me. Awoken to the sound of a gentle rapping in the main door of your house. You wear your juice, it must be near midnight, as you make your way along the dark and corridor. Honestly, I thought my house was so huge that I wouldn't actually even be able to hear the front door from all the way over in my, in my grand or ornate bedroom. 
too groggy to utilise proper caution. Quite certain that Ed, any potential robbers would quickly regret their brazen ambitions, you throw open the door. There, standing just outside the weighty slab, his back turned to you, is a tall, white-haired man, clad in cloth breeches and a red tunic. A black cloak is wrapped over his round shoulders. About to ask the man what the meaning for this late intrusion is, when he suddenly turns around, revealing, revealing his, his white bearded face, a face quite familiar to you, standing on the steps of Great Lead House, in the hour directly following midnight, is none other than the Wyzerian Archmage Huon. Well. Tyson manners aren't legendary, but I thought you'd invited me in a bit more swiftly, he says, as his weather's face slowly contorts into a grin. An hour later, seated before the reinvigorated fire, with your hands clutching a vessel of root wine, you've heard, heard a detailed account of Ewan's recent travels, including the very arduous journey that brought him into Tosia, and to your very door. I'm surprised, surprised that the man needed to become the possession of the house, he says, setting down his drink and leaning back in his chair. The blind mage yawns and thanks you again for insisting that he stay the night. You politely inquire as to how he's made such a long journey, seemingly on foot, that is usual, formidable. On to us. Haven't you yet guessed, he asks, smiling. Surely... Surely you've come to learn that there are great guarded secrets hidden away in the depths of its soul, its being a quickstone, apparently. Much to your astonishment, Huron reaches into pouch at his side, withdraws a quickstone. He holds up the small red coin-sized rock and, and, and rubs it between his long fingers. I don't suppose you've had a look below, he queries. Pointing to the floor beneath his chair, an obvious reference to the hidden lair you discovered below your house. Orlim's old haunt is a place of great interest to me, but I dare say need of a mind as sharp as my own to fully investigate its secrets. Last though, I possess very little time for such study. Happy to leave, leave you to look after the matter as you will. He and I had a falling out many years ago, always questioning, always probing, always searching. Never satisfied with any answer he might receive to one of his boundless inquiries. Euron could quickly dissolve even those stalwart patients, and frequently did. You asked the archmaid about Euron, he did, yeah. Well, foremost amongst his incessant obsessions was this, he says in response, holding up the quick stone. Came across one of them, most like you, you did, but he wasn't content with the obvious powers it possessed. He asked me on numerous occasions to unlock its secrets. Though such things are not not to be done on a whim. You only too well, I know only too well the unforeseen consequences of rash action. Euron returns his quickstone to its pouch and holds his hand out towards you. Here, let me have a look at yours, he says. Before you can even consider complying with his request to quickstone, Grass firmly by invisible fingers flies out of your possession and onto the master mage's outstretched hand. He gently rubs the surface of the stone with his finger, glowing 
Yes. Green? No. What did you say? Blue. Quite. Reaches over and hands the stone back to you. Orlan was clever, so that I will attest. The stone now bears one of the three enchantments that will unlock its more, its more impressive abilities. I don't suppose you clearly recall the manner by which you acquired this new luminescence. As best as you can, you describe the Huron, the contraption you discovered in Huron's hidden, hidden lair. Your mention of the suspended iron pot seems to startle the housemate. No, of course, yes. Quite unconventional, he says, drawing his hand to his mouth and casually stroking his thick white beard. It's a pity that a man so unfettered by that which is tried and true, so strikingly brilliant as in eccentric specificity, could ever have reached the end of his days. Of course, it's entirely possible. He yet lives. Yes, he is beyond the mirror. But of course, mirror worlds, as we all know, usually aren't very nice places. It's just how it is. It's just a wall. If you go beyond a mirror into another world, it's at very best going to be really weird. At worst, it's going to be evil. It's going to be the evil world, where you will meet the evil version of you, and probably engage in fisticuffs. But it's difficult to defeat evil you in fisticuffs, because evil you is just as good at fisticuffs as you are. And you can't even bring in your other people from your friend help out, because they don't know which one of you is the real you after he shaves off his evil you goatee? Yes. Yes, that's the... That's, that's probably what happens in the mirror world. Seeing no reason not to divulge what you discovered in the lair, hidden lair to you on, tell about the strange mirror, the white-bearded man. You watch strep through the surface. The main stiffens in his chair. Ah, then perhaps that settles the matter, he says, after an odd delay. Seems that Uron is yet among us. No doubt carry on his endless investigation into the minutiae of all that crosses his path. I would advise you, Zoop, to remain watchful for as long as you choose to dwell here. I need say no more at the present. The warning I've just given you needs no further explanation. Then, given you the impression that he no longer wishes to discuss Ormulon, you ask Euron about the enchantment that the quickstone, your quickstone now bears. It's one of three enchantments that are required. If, you, if you're to unlock one of the stone's more potent traits, might be on giants and wisdom above that of the most learned sages. All three enchantments will release a power buried deep in the heart of the Quickstone. A ability to sort to heights previously obtainable, surpassing the very legends to whom such glorious attribution beyonds. Euron smiles. I'll say no more. For such things spoken before their proper time do only ill. Now, he says, now, if you will allow me, Something for you, and then it's off to bed. Huron produces a folded piece of grey cloth, hands it to you. You unfold the soft, 
thin garment and recognise it to be a rather plain-looking cloak. The cloak of the wanderer, he says, as if making an official proclamation. I am, I suppose I am, or was, the wanderer. Not quite as good as my old clutch cloak of the archmage, which the old fool has somehow come into possession of. But there are indeed only a few that compare to it. It's your soup. View. Okay, whoa. Six melee waiting. Ten stamina points. Two Neville Reserve. So it also gives you one aura, one mind, one spirit. Requires 15 aura, mind and spirit. And 15 Arcania, which you're very, very unlikely not to have by this point in the game. This enchanted coat was given to you by Huron during a visit to your residence. You thank... Thank Huron for your generous gift, and he nods. Now, there now, you see? Just purchase myself future loggings in this rather inhospitable region, he says laughing. Do you much fancy the colour? If I were to recall, it's a deep grey. Perhaps there's another colour you'll like it to be. Need only ask. It's an old and simple trick to utter it. I would change it on a whim to suit my mood when I wore it as a younger man. Alright. Well, I'm going to change the colour. Huron runs for a long list of colours you can change it to, seeming to relish in the ability to work with a bit of magic he hasn't called upon in years. You give thought for a moment as to what colour you'd like the cloak to be. Hmm. So it can be red, blue, green, white, black, golden, silver, purple, or brown. Or I could also just keep it grey. Hmm. You know what? Hmm. This, of course, has no mechanical effect. And this is a text-based game. You can't even see the colour. You just read the description of the item and it says, Ah! It's that colour. And then when you imagine it, it's that colour. And if you imagine it another colour, you're imagining it wrong. And that would be bad. Hmm, what colour? Maybe purple. Huron mutters something and waves his hand over the cloak. You're stunned to discover the plain world looking garment now bears a brilliant purple hue. You also note that the Archmage's tunic, which only moments ago was bright red, is now a dull grey. Dull grey. Decide not to make any mention of it. Huon tells you that he hopes you'll be able to put the cloak to good use. Now, if you're, uh, if you're not fretting much over such an prior party, I shall bid you, my most welcoming of hosts, a good night and a farewell tomorrow. He says, rising and stretching. With that, the archmage retires to one of Great Ledge House as his comfortable guest quarters. He spends several minutes studying the gift he's just given you, before following suit and returning to bed. He rises at dawn to find Huron in the main hall of the house, making ready to depart. The white-bearded caster, a mage whose power is believed to rival that of the grey mage. Smiles as you approach and tells you he must immediately be off. 
I shall find no lengthy rest until I attended to matters that have long called out for my attention, he says. Keep your stone safe, safe soup, and expect to call me again, as both our circumstances permit. Euron glazes belt at the rather cavernous hall and then turns back to you. And that's a few too fine a point of it. Perhaps a tapestry? Or just a few statues would soak this spot? Well, I'm sure you've more, more important things with which to concern yourself. I dare say I do. Farewell, friend. You meet you meet the master mage in the shoulder cross, then see him out. Sandy before the doors of Great Lair's house, you watch him stroll away on the meandering road that leads past the gates until he's no longer in sight. As as you make your way back to the main hall, you wonder where it is you will next lay eyes upon the powerful and mysterious Archmage. That finishes this adventure with 32 experience to general. But... The real mechanical reward, anyway, is the cloak, which I'm going to equip right now. The cloak of the wanderer. There we are. Now I've got my MR to 96. My, My SP... To 219 and my NV to 48. Yeah, I'm just gonna check that I've got getting my shadow bonuses. Yes, I am. There we go. I am now stronger. And there's another adventure here called The Winds of Mount Stone Draw. But that's a pretty hefty one, which deserves its own episode. But, but now, I'm going to travel to Hawklaw, where there's another, there's another quest that will finish this, this trilogy, I shall say. Okay, an agent in black. A young woman straightens her dark attire and smiles. Then, with something of a flourish, produces from her from the satchel a heavy, leather-bound book and carefully lays the weighty tome upon the table. All right. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Yeah, it is. It's a big list here. And that last before, step at slapping the table as he rises from a chair, is the last time we ever saw him around here. Lizable little rat, the whole story's truth, mind. As the stoneback's beloved proprietor steps back from the table, having thankfully concluded the rather long wicked tale about the downfall of a local ruffian. The door opens and a young woman, garbed almost entirely in black, steps into the common room. Proprietor Pippipog casts you a wary gaze and motions with his head in the direction of the new arrival. That's the one you've been waiting for, he says, walking past you as he heads for a room at the back of the tavern. 
wager a thousand gold, that's the one. Mind yourself now. The old woman throws back her hood and removes a pair of black cloth gloves. She promptly stuffs, stuffs into an outer pocket on her locked dark cloak. As if she knows you by sight, she smiles, waves, and makes her way over to, over to your table by the fire. Soup, well met, she says. You stand up to meet her with a shoulder cross. This sort of place is more remote than I was led to believe. Spend much time here. I have to assume you receive Master Huron's note. Good. It won't surprise you to know that I am Avalia, Huron's apprentice. You broke an Avalia to Hawklaw, and no sooner is he taking a seat at the table, pausing to deposit a leather patch on the floor, does Piper appear and set down two steaming mugs of Palo. Avelia smiles at the tavern keep and compliments him on his establishment. He thanks her and promptly returns with a wedge of cheese and half a loaf of bread. As Avelia slips her paler and picks at some of the cheese, your mind wanders back to the note delivered to you by Coria. It's over a month ago. Yeah, you clearly recall her the brief message. One of my agents... Though she would much rather call herself my apprentice, we'll be seeking you in Hawklaw in a month's time. Her name is Ovelia. I hope you I hope you still have your quick stone. Huron. You suddenly realise that Huvalia is staring at you. Before you can attempt to explain away your momentary lapse of attention, she stands up and retrieves the leather pouch resting at the front of her chair. The old woman straightens her dark attire and smiles. Then, with something of a flourish, she produces from the, from the satchel a heavy, leather-bound book and carefully lays the weighty tone upon the table. She pats the cover once and takes her seat. Have you got the quickstone? she whispers. Are you expecting it? Good. Don't take it out. I just need to know you have it. The less those, those stones are seen, the better. Avelia opens the book and turns several pages before stopping and looking up at you. Then, speaking slowly, her eyes repeatedly darkening to the open page before her, she whispers a few words in what you believe to be ancient Ardavari dialects. That's it, she says, smiling as she closes the book and places it back into her pack. The quick stone, your quickstone has locked one of its more powerful, and Dare has had one of its more powerful and dare I say, useful abilities unlocked. Don't ask me anything about it, though, for I know next to nothing about quickstones. You ask her why Huon chose to unlock this special quickstone power for you, whatever it is. Master Huon's ways often know little reason or why she's a smirking. I'm certain there's some purpose behind it, but just what that may be, I'd rather not try to guess. With another mug of paleo and some of the bread. Livelia tells you she must be on her way. The young woman rises from her table, meets you in the shoulder cross, and again dons her hood and black cloth gloves. She hoists the leather backpack over her shoulder and bids you farewell. Master Huron will be pleased to know you're doing well, she says, and I'm pleased to have met you. Take care of yourself. With that, she strides out of the tavern. As the door closes behind her, you wonder if you will ever again set eyes upon Huron's black, black-clad agent, or as she seemed to prefer saying, apprentice. 
New Quickstone Power. One of the hidden powers powers hidden in your Quickstone has been unlocked. You can now use your Twit Quickstone to transform specific experience from all your skills and powers into general experience. Using this Quickstone Power will take two points of specific experience to create one point of general experience. To use the new Quickstone Power, pay a visit to the windowless building with a blue door. Hawklaw, Talonus, or Trithic, or the Battlegrounds, and select Quickstone Experience conver Conversion option under the set section titled Your Quickstone. 32 Experience to General. And that finishes an Agent in Black. So that that finishes all the little quests. I'm just gonna keep scrolling. Yeah, next one's Winds of Mount Stone Jaw. Nothing, nothing, nothing new has appeared as a result of finishing that little adventure. And so. Let's see, next time, hmm, next time I think we'll move on to complete the Bowl of Blood, which will also make me stronger. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.